Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. When I was first going home with my husband-to-be from college to meet his family down in Mobile, Alabama, I really didn't know what to expect. I knew that he told me his mother was, you know, petite and that she talked real funny like she had a southern accent so bad sometimes couldn't even understand what she's saying because that's what you do when you got your mom and them over another side. You know what I'm talking about. But the other thing that he told me is that he has two brothers. They're twins. And I said, really? He said, yes, as a matter of fact, they'll be coming to the university our senior year because they're three years younger than me, he told me. And he said one is in the ROTC program and wants to make a military career, and the other one hasn't decided yet. And I said, well, what does he do? And he said, well, for one thing, he was born blind, and he just went on and started telling me how smart he was and the courses he was taking and that he was on the cusp edge of the beginning of the computer age. And he just kind of glossed over the fact that he was born blind. And so in my first questioning, I'm thinking, well, can he see now? And so he said, no, he's blind, I told you. And I said, well, you said he was born blind, but I thought maybe he had been healed. And he said, well, he often prays for that, but he's been kind of discouraged because his eyes used to be blue for others to see, and now they've gone completely white. I can't imagine what it's like to be blind. I can only hear Ed's stories. And here's what Ed says. He says that sometimes, you know, because you get ripped off places when you're giving out cash, when you're paying for things in cash, he folds his money on the edges in a certain way so that he can tell what denominations he has when he gets them from the bank or whoever helps him and brings the money. But Ed went on to graduate not only with an undergraduate degree, also from the university there, but he got his master's degree. And in the meantime, he had gotten married. We held the wedding right there at my mother-in-law's house. And the following year, they had a son. And he was a cute little fella. He was precious. But unfortunately, his mom was a drug addict, and she left. So my brother-in-law, Ed, raised this little boy from the time he was an infant, literally, until he was a grown man, and they still live together in Colorado, not in the same house, but close by. The point is, is that someone who was totally blind was able to go to school, go to college, graduate, get married, have a child, take care of himself, and he worked for IBM his entire career until he just recently retired also. What would you do if you were blind? I have so many things around me that I couldn't find, even if I can see. So how could I find them if I was blind? There's a great story that's given. My brother is in ministry, and he tells this story of a 
church that loved to give things to the missions, and they would always think of items that people could use, mostly medicines and books. And that's what they would do to this routinely um, familiar mission group that they would send to in the Philippines. And so in this particular box, they were packing this, and one of the guys had his glasses on his head. They were reading glasses, and he had them up on the top of his head. And as they were packing things, they had fallen off, and he was going to pick them up, but he was getting more things. And they somehow got buried in the midst of the medicines and the bottles and the books that they were putting in this box. And he didn't think anything more about it until he went to read something, And he said, what did I do with my glasses? Well, all he had to do was order a new pair, and that was fine. When the box arrived in the Philippines, the people that were unpacking it said, here's some aspirin, here's some of this, oh, here's a book on this, here's a book on that. And the person that was distributing them said, glasses? Who was so thoughtful to put a pair of glasses in here? God, thank you. Thank you for what I have been praying for. They lived in a remote area in the Philippines where, of course, they didn't even wear glasses. And this particular person cherished and wore these glasses that allowed her to read God's word for the first time physically and Can you even imagine what it is like to be able to read, to see things up close when you haven't been able to, or to be blind and then be able to see? One of the scriptures that talks about this is in Psalm 46, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, I will praise my God. Every time we look at areas where we, for instance, see in Psalm 46, come and see what the Lord has done. And when we see the beauty of the world around us, which I hope that you cherish as much as I have learned to every day, being aware of the beauty of whether you're with the snow, whether you're down here in the south where we are with the sunny weather and the ocean and the sun and everything in creation screams out, God made this. And when you can be thankful for that and see it in your mind's eye, my brother often asks, my brother-in-law Ed often asks, well, can you describe the colors of the rainbow? What does the color orange look like? How is it different from red? Well, it has a little more yellow in it. Well, what is yellow? I know that it's bright, but how do you describe colors to someone who is blind? Through the years, he has come to have his own version of what colors look like, and he has come to know what God looks like. And he doesn't resent anymore being born blind. He doesn't resent that he often has to spend hours looking for something he left lying somewhere that for a sighted person would be out in the open. But he has learned that God is good. And no matter what and why he was born with this, and the same for us, no matter what we have that we were born with or any other disease or things that have happened to us or loss of loved ones, if we can still in the midst of this see that God is still good 
And that one day when we are with him, there'll be no more sickness, no more sighing, no more crying, no more pain, no more aches, no more blindness, no more whatever you have going on. And when you know that for all of eternity, you will have the perfect body, the perfect vision, however God has us in eternity, it will be perfect. And when we can come to praise God in the midst of our own calamities and maladies and issues that we're going through and thank him anyway, we have overcome what millions of people cannot learn to do. And thank you, God, that even in the midst of our plenty, we realize there are missionaries going to supply food and clothing and food. And if we can't go and be a part of that, help us to learn to give. And that if we lose a pair of glasses, we pray that somebody that needs them will find them. And Lord, most of all, we thank you that once we were blind, but now we see. We were lost, but now we are found. Your amazing grace has even saved a sinful wretch like me. I'm no longer blind, my friend, and I pray that you will see through the eyes of God that you have everything you need for a joyous, abundant life. If you have never trusted in Christ as your Savior, let this be the day as we are approaching Christmas. This could be the best Christmas you ever have if you know not just the baby in the manger, not the man on the cross, but the one who gave his life, that we might have life and have it abundantly. Ask him today to be your Savior, to be your Lord, and he will indeed. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, my friends, and thank you for being with me today. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.